Welcome to the Pro Cheerleading Podcast, hosted by Makiba and Brittany, two former NFL cheerleaders discussing hot topics in the pro cheerleading industry and revealing the truth behind the palms. Wow, I can't believe it. This is our seventh episode. Yes. Are we going to take a break after 10? Just a short one. We're coming back. Yeah. Mid-January. Season number two. We have 10 episodes this season, but we will be back for that, I would say, ass. But we, we've cursed, right? We can just say You've it. cursed. I have not. Oh, you haven't. <laughs> I have a potty mouth. People who know me know that about me. I made fart noises, okay? Well, yeah, you did. Yeah. But I, yeah. Well, we'll be back for that ass in January, mid-January for season two. We'll try to keep it clean. So well, why, though? But anyways. Yes. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was really good. How was yours? It was wonderful. Isn't it ironic that we're recording this episode about weigh-ins and weight after Thanksgiving? Oh, great. <laughs> did you enjoy Thanksgiving, though? Wasn't I it did. nice to not worry about what you're eating because you're going to dance that in a true. couple weeks or the, that week? Yeah, I remember sometimes there would be a game the Sunday after Thanksgiving. And so we would have to have like a Saturday practice because yes. Thanksgiving is always on a Thursday. We normally practice Tuesdays and Thursdays. Right. So right. extra practice there for us. But yeah, for season number easy. two, we're trying to get some content, right? Yeah. And so we made a hotline bling line that we would love to hear your stories. Um, if you leave any weird messages, heavy breathing... <laughs> We will not keep them anonymous, and we will share your phone number with everyone. We are counting on the cassette guy to come forward, reveal yourself. Yes. Call the hotline bling. Play some music. <laughs> I want to hear your song. I miss my cassettes. <laughs> but anyways, um, I think the idea was to create a space for cheerleaders and maybe just people with questions. Right. You can text it, too. I'm going to reveal the number here pretty soon. We want to interact with everyone, so I think it's just trying to create that sense of community. We have our Facebook page, we have our social media, and we are getting people interacting with us, which is so awesome, but I th- the hotline idea was a cool idea, I think. Yeah, it'll be really fun, and you can, I don't know, if you have a confession, leave a note beforehand that you want to remain anonymous. Yeah. If you want people to know who you are, that's fine too, um, but the number is 513 480 Six seven one four. Again, it's five one three four eight zero. Did I do it wrong the first time? <laughs> no. <laughs> Six seven one four. Give us a call and leave us a voicemail. Yes. Hopefully, it's not linked to my phone still, and I will answer it and be like, <laughs> "Who is this?" <laughs> and it won't be like a girl six, like "Hello." But I mean, yeah, there's a welcome to... message. Yeah, yeah. Hit us up. Yeah. Can't wait to hear your stories. Yes, and we okay. can't wait to talk about. Wait, as I'm jiggling my jelly. This is going to be kind of a personal, sensitive topic, I think, for both of us and many people. Everybody struggles with weight, Mm -hmm. men and women. Um, But this episode is called... Let's Get Physical. I would love to sing and make everybody watch the video that we just watched. (laughs) In light of my outfit for Halloween, which was pretty much Olivia Newton-John inspired, jazzercise instructor... um, we thought it was a perfect title for this episode. Yes. We're going to get into it. Lots of talk about the expectations and demands on our bodies when you are a professional cheerleader. And it might get a little might get a little heavy, but yeah. we like to keep it heavy <laughs> Just and like light. my weight. 
after Thanksgiving. Right. Oh, oh my gosh. I ate so much, but it's okay. Yeah. And I had a few like Thanksgiving gatherings, you know, it wasn't just one and done. It's like, oh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Hey, so. you got to eat all the leftovers, man. True. There's some waiting for me at the house. One last day. Mm-hmm. I saw somebody say like, come on, like if you reach Monday, Tuesday, then you're just overdoing eat it. it. No, just throw it away. Oh. <laughs> True. <laughs> just eat it. No, but just that, you know, that the food could not be, you know, still fresh by yeah, that's Sunday, true. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. If you cooked it Wednesday or prepped it Wednesday, but... Don't eat any so romaine lettuce. Right? Complete recall. That's so crazy. I'm fine, but I, I totally salad, had but... a Caesar salad on you last did? Monday. Oh. Yeah, and then everything popped off, and I was like, what the heck? Crazy. I know. Well, but hopefully it's nobody fine. sick. Yeah. I wasn't planning on eating salad at Thanksgiving anyway, but... Let's get into cheer chat. So okay. Why am I so cheer excited chat. to talk about weight? Never been this excited know. before. I know. What are you doing? <laughs> cheer but chat. Cheer chat. So basically the topic of cheer chat today is just women, young girls in the football space. Yes, because we are playing straight up tackle football, not even That is so cool. Football. I don't know about that because um, growing up I played sports mm-hmm. and I was on C-Squad basketball, okay? And I remember my coach saying that football is – not a contact sport it's a collision sport basketball is a contact sport and so when you show me this video of this girl in hawaii i felt for her because it's a collision sport come on never heard of football described that way but it's so true yeah c squad basketball coach he knew what was up well and then when you think about all the injuries and the the Mm -hmm. actual participation in um football for males is actually declining because of people not wanting their kids to play and that it's a rising sport amongst girls it's um it's exciting but also scary yeah it's kind of like why you want now that all the boys are hurt you're just going to recruit the next tier down as girls well i just the fact that it's like you said it's a collision sport yeah it is but there are a lot of newer you know tackling techniques that they're really trying to push I, i think the nfl is active in trying to teach people the proper way to tackle so that right. there are less injuries but you know the rules I'm change a, every year and we wimp. break all like, of I them i would not want to get tackled like i don't even like no. play fighting like don't hit me but back to the women who love to get yeah. hit and tackled i mean i think it's cool these girls i mean for example in utah there's like a a girls tackle football league i think it's the first of its kind in the country um 300 girls they have like an elementary uh, middle school and high school conference but there's playing straight up tackle football. This right. girl, you know, kind of went viral at one point and mentioned that she wants Utah to be the birthplace of a girls football, football league. league. Yeah. And um, hats off. I mean, you know, if you think about the progressions, there are like grown women also in these amateur leagues too. Which you found. I didn't know about that. That's really cool. Yeah. They're like paying out of pocket basically to, you know, have these different leagues. I believe there's 4,000 women that are playing, you know, in amateur leagues across the country, and they have like a, you know, a, I forget what it was called. Do they wear pads and stuff? They wear pads, and they're paying out of pocket for their equipment. They're paying to rent the fields that they're playing on. They're paying their medical bills because there are going to be injuries mm-hmm. flat out. But they love it so much, and it, it made me think about our bitch better have my here I go cursing bitch better have my <laughs> money episode where we were trying to explain like when you love what you're doing when you're really passionate about it. Even if you're coming out of pocket to do it, even if you're not receiving any compensation for it, hardly, mm-hmm. um, you just want to do it that bad. And they're, I mean, 
Yeah, actually, good for them. Yeah. What about the LFL? Would you want to play in the LFL? They have tryouts lingerie coming football up. Football League. Yeah, Laundry Football League. They're pretty hardcore, though. I took you to a game back yes. in the day, and then you've mentioned the barbershop before. They, I watched their live taping of their radio show mm-hmm. a few times because um, they'll host it so that you can watch it. And they had their quarterback. I should have done my research, look up her name, but Seattle Mist is really good. They are hella They good. are always like winning their version of the Super Bowl. It just makes me sad. Like I'm not trying to be all that feminist, rah-rah, but mm-hmm. why can't they just be awesome football players that are women and wear a full outfit? Well, I mean, I know when I went to the game and I did not know what to expect, and I was just thinking... If they're really tackling and they're really playing some real football, like how could they have such little clothing on? Because, mm-hmm. ouch, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and they're somewhat exposed. I mean, they have shoulder pads on, but you know their chichas are right. giving out there, giving some love. And I mean, ow, just in terms of being hit, because they were hitting these hard. Were hitting like and this was back it. in the day yes. too. This was like when they first started up. I got tickets. Yes, but it made me think, like you know, again to that same end that. Should they have to be in their lingerie? No. But knowing that they were going to have like a, a nationwide league, and I forget how many teams are in the LFL, but and knowing that they had to get people to buy tickets and, you know, that whole sex sells thing, it's terrible. But I think the men that when we were at the game, I felt like there were a lot of men there, but they were actually enjoying football too. Like, right. Yes, it wasn't just you know, like booty cheeks out. So yeah, it wasn't like a coffee stand, like drive through where right. <laughs> it's all about what you're wearing today. <laughs> I think they really were getting a game. That's what tripped me mm-hmm. out. I wasn't expecting that, actually. I was thinking, oh, They take it gonna... serious. That's what I was surprised at. I thought it would serious. be kind of, like, funny. Yeah, and, eh. like, prancing around and, like, shaking yeah. chichas in the, um... Why do I call them chichas? I don't know. I don't Whatever. Know. I'm trying to That's be fine. Clean. But, you know, I thought it was going to be very, um, a lot more, uh, catered to the men audience. The male mm-hmm. audience, I guess, is what I expected. But they were playing ball. Like, yeah. you, you were watching a full-on football game and... I mean, maybe they were hoping at some point it would be toned down, maybe. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's it's really an interesting topic. I'd it love is. to interview. They have different body types, that's for sure, too. They're not looking like NFL cheerleaders. Right. They have, like, some, some weight to them. Yeah. Like, they're weightlifting because true, they're actually big. taking not down like the girls. But, yeah. yeah, there are ginger beasts out there, okay? <laughs> like, they got to actually do the damn thing and win their Super Bowl. But they do have tryouts December 9th. Are you going to go? Um, 10 a.m. to 12, <laughs> maybe for research, but oh, I don't know. Was, I couldn't. I mean, I, I couldn't for various reasons, mainly because I'm a, a, a wuss. Like, I don't even like play fighting, too. I just no, I'm not trying to take a hit. I'd get pissed probably, and then I'd, you know what I mean? Like, right. I, it's just all bad, I think. But. but just even, like, girls should just be involved in football. There's so many fans of the NFL, and there's so many women who know so much about football and all the strategy, but I think you appreciate sports that you've played. Right. So Even more. For sure. You would learn you a know, heck of a lot more. Even though I didn't know how to say, I was like, box out, box out. And you were like, what was I saying? I wasn't saying box out. Do you remember when we were watching the um, basketball championships? Oh. In Philly. Oh, my goodness. And what was I saying? Post out? Post. You're like, I'm like, post out. And you're like, do you mean box out? Like, you're you such sporty a, spice. I am, am kind of clueless. I was on C-Squad, so <laughs> I have no clue. But it would be, a, like you said, a great way to learn the game is actually mm-hmm. playing it. So when I was in high school, Garfield High School, got to give a shout out to the Bulldogs. Um, so my there were four girls that were in and all. We, we couldn't get into any other period of P.E., 
Um, so we were in the boys' class. They had and, boys and girls PE. Mm-hmm. That's kind of weird. That was what? maybe they don't. I'm sure they do not do it anyway in that way anymore. But mm-hmm. um, but it was so cool because we got to play flag football. That's pretty much when I. I mean, I was always into football, but like playing it definitely ignites a different kind of passion. Right. And I use my speed because I ran track, and I would like. You know, they had plays designed for my yeah. behind. Oh, it was fun. It was so much fun. But you nice. could definitely learn more about the sport by playing. And and I, I mean, shout outs to the LFL. I mean, the whole thing, you know, my philosophy about mm-hmm. showing what you want to show. If these women are, you know, proud of their bodies and they don't have any qualms about showing up in a sports bra with some cleavage and some their cheeks hanging out. I mean, it's not even like they were like thongs, okay? No. It's not even like real true lingerie. And like how different are they from ours? Not that much. You know, not that much. Not that much. Just, I think it's the name. Lingerie right. football league. I wish they like, could have... Just I ladies football league. That would have been awesome. I mean, that would have been awesome. Do you think that's why they said lingerie, just to get the guys there? I think maybe? they had to make And then it wasn't even needed, so it's kind of funny. I think they've established themselves enough. But I mean, at the same time, I always say for all the women who are like on the feminist kick and this and that and the other, like, you know, and I'm guilty of it too. You know, the WNBA here in Seattle, we had again, they were champs. Right. And nobody hears about n- it. Nobody hears about it. Nobody go. They, nobody was at the freaking parade. They had. They were champions. Like, that's their Super Bowl. And they... They won for, like, I don't even know how many times in a row. See, again, not knowing my stats, but if females are really going to support females and really champion the cause, that's hey. WNBA basketball. It's like they're balling hard, and they're mm-hmm. winning championships, and they can't even get the support of, you know, women who are going to be such huge champions of the sport and women doing it the right way and not showing too much skin to get the attention and respect, but we don't always show out and support. I felt really guilty, actually, when... You didn't go to the parade. I heard about it, but mm-hmm. I um, I don't go to games either. Either, so it's just it's just we gotta support one another. Yeah, we should maybe like buy season tickets or something. Maybe, That'd be kind of maybe. Fun. Well, I mean, yeah, I've never really questioned myself as to why I don't like support certain female sports that I know I will sit and enjoy when mm-hmm. it's the men playing. Um, but I did get a, a different appreciation watching the LFL game that you took me to. Yeah. It's like, dang, these girls really are balling. Mm-hmm. There's one particular girl that got a, a lot of love. It was a couple of weeks ago from um, Drew Brees. He ended up calling her because she's the fe- first female quarterback to make varsity in Hawaii. and um, But she got injured and broke her clavicle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which, ouch. Um, but Drew Brees, you know, FaceTimed her and, you know, said some encouraging words. But there's women out there doing it. Yeah. We just wanted to dedicate your chat to give them some love. Cause Absolutely. Especially in Hawaii, because they don't have a state team, so they really rely on the high school mm. and college teams, you know, to fulfill their football needs until maybe Pro Bowl comes through and they can oh, see I it for see. themselves. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, I thought that was cool that Drew Brees gave her a little... Gave her a little love. She led her team to a win to break its, like, four-year losing streak. Could you imagine? Four freaking years. And this girl's so humble, too. She yes. doesn't even, like, realize how cool she is. And breaking those barriers and just showing that girls can play. And she was she took it to heart. You know, I think she felt like she let her team down when she got hurt. But it was just... She's a true quarterback. Like, the way she was leading the mm-hmm. team and calling the plays and taking those hits like a champ. Like, kudos to her. Absolutely. Women in football, girls in football. Keep it up. I think it's dope. All right, now we're getting into the nitty-gritty, to the scales, to the pounds and the ounces. Yes, every little bit counts, unfortunately. So like we talked about with the LFL, you know, we're wearing pretty revealing outfits. Yes. 
I mean, that's, they're not like I don't feel exposed, but your your midriff is more than likely going to show. Like, mm-hmm. let's let's break that uniform down. You've got because abs are sexy, are they? I think they you don't are. like abs. Oh, I was obsessed with having abs. Okay, and, me too. You know, I mean, Janet Jackson days. Like, she was all about her abs. Right. And I, I did like 500 sit-ups a day. Oh my gosh, when I was in college, I did 1,000 a night. Like, right. I would do 500 in the morning, 500 a night. I need to get back to with, that. Yeah. I mean, I was, they don't really, we've moved on to planks, but. Yes, planks are more effective. Mm-hmm. But but our uniforms are, you know, you're going to see some arms, right? You're going to mm-hmm. probably show, you know, how toned your arms might be. Definitely your midsection, uh, your your waist, line, mm-hmm. your hips. Everything. We have these, what do you call them? Diaper shorts. <laughs> they used to be, or if yeah. they were made like a little too big. Yeah. And they're white, so it's just very like abrasive. I think I had grandma draws one mm-hmm. year. Like I was just kind of like, wait, didn't I put them up to yours in the locker room? And I was like, <laughs> I know my, my derriere is like my pride and joy, and it might be a little big, but... I was appalled when I was like, How, why do I have the granny shorts and you guys mm-hmm. have like these itty bitty shorts that fit within mine when we just like held them up to each other. But, you know, whatever. Oh, well. They they cover your, your, your rear end. It's not like you're in briefs, but some of them do fit where you might have some action hanging out underneath. You're just, you know, the, the main point is your body's showing. Right. And, you know, when you're thinking about our body in the uniforms, I think it does demand a... And I, I forget, maybe it was the Cowboys cheerleaders that made some statement that, like, our uniform demands a fit body or something to that effect. And I think it's just a statement of fact, right? Mm-hmm. I mean. Well, you know, and then people's, it's subjective because fitness, people could say Kim Kardashian and Cardi B are fit and have nice bodies and they're thick. And that's popular look right now. But it would it look good in our uniform? Could you imagine? Just like. I mean, Something then everybody really would be watching t- us <laughs> shelf. But it would look horrible in those white booty shorts, though, or any kind of booty right. short. It just wouldn't, even if you can set a drink on it, like a shelf, like it's, it won't translate well based on the way that, at least with the NFL uniforms, are designed. I just don't see mm-hmm. that being a good, a good look. No. A good small waistline and, you know, a little bit of curve. I mean, I think it's probably... A good safe bet as to what would probably look decent in the uniform. But, mm-hmm. you know, and some women are more top-heavy than others. Some are, you know, the itty-bitty titty committee and just aren't working with much. But you're more than likely going to be showing some cleavage. Cleavage. <laughs> cleavage. <laughs> and showing your tummy. Yeah. That's a given, probably, with those uniforms, right? Right. So you kind of have to be in shape? I think you have to. Yeah, but like we've said... Would you want an unflattering photo of yourself out there? No. And unflattering photos are inevitable because there's people in the stands with these awesome cameras with lenses and they're taking these photos and then posting them to social media and you're kind of like, oh, that dance move wasn't very flattering to my sides or I was breathing. Oh, yeah, because when you're resting on the sidelines and you got your hands on your hips or whatever pose that you're required to be in, um, that's your chance to catch your breath or, Mm -hmm. you know, or just kind of forget that you need to be on point at all times you might stick that gut out a little bit and then there you go that's kind of it sucks but like I mean I never felt like I never wanted to be just I always wanted to look my best in the uniform that was like my guiding light like do I want to you know just see rolls hanging out no do I want to have like a flat stomach yes like that was to me like Makiba looking good in her uniform and that's how I at least 
motivated myself to go through all the stuff that we, we go, go through, through. <laughs> to be able to wear that uniform. But it's, yeah. you're right. It's not like something even, you know, you have all different types of body types out there. And I think it's safe to say that there is a body type of a professional cheerleader. Maybe maybe it's at the discretion of the director of what body Each type team they, prefers. Right. But yeah, some teams I feel like and, you know, it's not like dissing anybody, but there's a very lack of curves. Curves mm. are kind of played down as like the bad guy to have right you know because like i have hips and there's girls with hips and they struggled with that because it would be like oh you need to lose a little weight like in your legs when actually even if you're bone thin it's just like your shape you're gonna have you're gonna have curves if you're a woman you're a grown woman you know we could talk about even the age there's a certain age where you haven't like filled out yet into your woman body exactly that's so true yeah that is so true and at a certain point, you're going to develop those those hips. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's the, like the good part when you start getting curves, when you're really actually filling out into more of an hourglass shape. Um, I think that's when you're at your most beautiful shape. Right. But you're right. Like I think sometimes there's a an athletic build where it's just, you know, muscles, but not too much muscles. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, there's this term skinny fat where it's like you're – you're skinny, you're skinny, but you're not you're a little toned. jiggly, maybe. Yeah. And depending on what you know, maybe the directors wanted to focus on of what the ideal body type is. Like, I think you called it tits on a stick, but like yeah, sometimes it's like you know, big boobs, but really nothing else going on right. below. Like no, you're hips, not going to no have ass. like a little waist that goes to hips. It's just kind of straight up and down from the chest area. Yeah. Or barrel body, where it's like you know, knockers, and then just no waist, no waist. Yeah. And I mean, you have 30 to 40 women, at least in the NFL, NBA, I think all the dancer, NBA dancers, it seems like they're all like lean and tall mm-hmm. and, and maybe not all tall, but they're definitely, it doesn't seem like fitness is maybe a, as big of an issue, but maybe it mm-hmm. is. I don't know, but I can't imagine that they, they just all seem to have the same body type to me. Yeah, I agree. I know what you're talking it's about. It's like the dancer body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas which. NFL cheerleading, it seems like you get a, a wider variety mm-hmm. of body types and just different shapes. Because, you know, we're broken out along the field by by size, you know, by height, really. Um, squad one's the shortest and squad four's maybe the tallest. And other squads might do it differently where it's more of a totem pole effect. But you've got, you know, you're standing next to people in a kick line and you can have someone very with short legs and mm-hmm. long torsos. And, you know, it's really all what looks good on that particular person's body in my opinion but right kind of hard to have like a uniform body type yeah but we've seen teams do it yeah i mean like you said nba they for the most part look all the same same with dcc i Mm -hmm. would say that they usually pick a like i don't even know what it is but just a very particular percent body fat (laughs) yeah and very long legs i would say too because like i kind of have shorter legs so you know, maybe just on that fact alone, I would never make that team. Maybe. You know, I think they do a lot of analysis of just their kick line and like where your kicks line up and measure up next to everybody and else. And that could and, just be your leg's length. Yeah. You know, and so you might just get asked, who knows. Right. Well, I had somebody ask me for advice because they're thinking mm-hmm. about auditioning, actually, and, you know, ran through all the general questions that you normally get. And one of her questions was, you know, I want to bring my best body, but honestly how serious is 
the weigh-ins and the body requirements. And I kind of didn't know how to answer weirdly. I don't know Mm. why. I knew we were going to be doing this episode. And it's not like I withheld information because of that. But I don't know. I just didn't know. For me, it was um, not the most amazing experience, my weight journey while Mm -hmm. being on the team for six years. But I couldn't really tell where she was at. And I just felt like it wasn't my place to say. It's really hard to answer that because... It but it's such a it's personal. a hard thing, and it's it's it is strict. I wish I, I would was, have just said that. You know, it is. I mean, and each team will have their own rules, and we'll get into what those might mm-hmm. be. Um, but it is a very there's a there is emphasis placed on it. I mean, I know when I used to get that question a lot too. Um, you know, I just said you see the uniform, you know what the uniform looks like, you've done your research, you've been on the website, mm-hmm. you see. But it's it might be discouraging to say like look at what everybody else looks like in the uniform and does your body look like that then that's what you base it off of but it's just I try to tell girls you know envision yourself in the uniform Mm -hmm. and what do you think you would want to work on so you can look your best in it because at the end of the day I'm totally not going to be like trying to analyze anybody's body and tell them what they really need to lose some weight or work Mm -hmm. on this it's just like I mean because there's a point of honesty with yourself and I think that's why this episode is going to be you know, touchy at times because it is a very personal journey. And like, for me, if I'm going to be honest at all times throughout my five years, was I always at my best wearing the uniform? No, you know, and I know that, you know, I know when I'm having those difficult conversations because I'm not looking the way that I want to, or the way I really, I wasn't representing my best Mm -hmm. self in the uniform at all times, but you have to be able to like, be honest with yourself, close your eyes, see yourself in the uniform, look at a hard picture where it's just showing yep. the showing the business, and you're just like, okay, fine. Like, I guess I you do don't want to have those photos for the rest of your life. No, you know, like, oh, if only I had worked out a little bit more, I would have loved that photo. It'd be framed in my home. Mm-hmm. Well, do you see those things? I don't know if it's like something on Instagram, maybe, but where they say like, I wish, like, how the heck did they say it? Something to the effect like, I wish what I considered fat then oh, is like, right. you know, like I'd do anything to be that weight now or something exactly I'm totally paraphrasing it terribly but but when you think about it like what my goal weight was for my rookie year even all the way to my last year on the team I'm gonna look shit I can look at it oh god I'm cursing a lot I could look <laughs> at it that way even now and be like oh my gosh I was struggling then or you know and I thought I was having problems then but you know look at me now not that I'm like you know 200 pounds or anything not that anybody who's 200 pounds is what am I trying to say? <laughs> Save me. Save me. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it's it's something where you'll look back and be like, actually, I was doing hella good. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. I look I, back I was, at photos where I felt like, ooh, that wasn't, in the moment, I wasn't proud or happy with my body. And now I'm like, I wish I was there right now. Right. Because I've let my body rest after six years of go, go, go. And you deserve it. Yeah. And it's not like we just completely let ourselves go, but it is, it's, it's, it's nice to give yourself Mm-hmm. A rest. It's nice to be able to enjoy a holiday meal and not feel like you can't overindulge. I know. You know. Just, but so there's the offset of like mm-hmm. indulging and then just trying to stay balanced. Because really what we're going to be talking about today is how, what it's like to go through the weigh-in experience. What, what you are actually challenged with in terms of maintaining the weight that you, that is set for you. And, you know, what the consequences are when you don't live up to the expectations. Right. So what were some of the rules, Makiva? At least for our team. Yeah. And it might even be different Mm -hmm. now, right? Because, um, you know, there have been lawsuits about 
the way that teams have managed the weight requirement. Um, but our role used to be um, a goal weight would be determined based upon your audition weight or, mm-hmm. you know, your physique in general based on your auditions. Um, that's kind of the body that they saw when, and the judges approved of being good enough for the team and you're expected to kind of maintain that plus or minus three pounds. Right. So usually after orientation, our business meeting, mm-hmm. um, the very next practice you would get weighed in. So right. some girls got smart and realized, oh, it's weigh-in day. I'm going to like chug a bunch of water and yeah. eat some, like, of course we always ate. That's what the problem was. But, um, <laughs> you know, maybe eat more than you normally would so that you still looked, you were like... Your weight doesn't show like that. Exactly. So they would make sure that they were a few pounds heavier. So that way that during the year, they had a little bit of wiggle room. Right. But you would get on the scale and she would look at the number and then look at you and say, okay, you look good. Or how about we adjust it? Yeah. I was Um, asked to lose. So this was, oh God, this was the year. Okay. So we talked about, and this is why we do it. My rookie, our rookie year together, Mm -hmm. we both make it. Uh, then I didn't make it the second year, made it the third year, right? Um, and to, I'll just say it now, I had a bitch-ass salad diet is what I called it. I'm such a cursor, oh my gosh. But that's what I called it because I was literally eating some salad with some tuna fish and some lemon juice squeezed on it with lemon pepper. Every meal or just lunch just, and dinner? That was all I ate for a couple weeks leading up to that audition because... I had literally back fat rolls. Like, I was in so, like, disbelief. Like, I thought my body, because I had been working out, but I had literally gained and just, I was doing the right things, but it wasn't burning enough fatty fat, right? So, I know nothing. We're not nutritionists, and these I'm not a... Doctor or anything. Nothing. Okay, this, this is, just, is just our truth. Yes. Do not live, copy live us. my truth. But, <laughs> Seek professionals. <laughs> but literally, I just didn't realize because I was so disconnected from how my body had changed in the course of that year. So long story short, it was a struggle to get down to the weight that I got to for auditions. Made the team. And she was like... During that weigh-in practice. I need you to lose five more pounds. And I like I literally just froze because I'm like, oh my God, do you know what I had to do to lose this or to get to this weight? Um, long story short, it's, it can be set for you. Um, or it'll be flipping through your file and being like, well, last year, yeah. your goal was about 10 pounds lighter than your weighing in now. Right. Can we get you there? Exactly. And you would just like, yes, of course. <laughs> and the next weigh-in's the next week yeah. or not even that two days later. Yeah. So how did you, like, what are you supposed to do? So it was really kind of stressful yes you think the stress would make you lose weight but sometimes that was the it makes opposite you stick a french fry in your mouth yeah you're like i'm just going to mcdonald's f it i don't care <laughs> to the wind Happy as you would say. <laughs> yeah to the wind <laughs> but you so you would set that weight or have mm-hmm. that weight set for you um and, and it was expected to reach that within three pounds the next weigh in right so you could never be three pounds over that goal weight or three pounds under and there were times that you know there were times that she asked um, some of the girls to gain some weight. Right. Um, you know, it it happens. And I think the main thing that we would hear was just kind of like, it's not necessarily about the scale. It's about the way how, you how you look in the uniform. And I think, you know, that was always kind of like an aspirational time because you're like, okay, I made the team. I feel great. Like I can do this. And I just want to look great in the uniform. And you sign up for, you just sign away your life because that's mm-hmm. part of your contract as well is that you will maintain that weight. And you feel optimistic. Like you can do it when you think about, the number of times of the week that you practice, you think about games and the practice outside of that, you know, you're working out like 
your life hasn't gone upside down yet with the demands of being on the team. So I think you kind of feel like I can do this. Mm-hmm. That's always my advice is yeah. when someone's like, I want to audition. What do you give advice about like in fitness? And I'm like, just have, you know, think about your most busiest time in your life. Like you're working two jobs, whatever you have kids. I don't know. But then try to add re- reaching a goal weight in that time. So whatever you need to do to like maintain that, if it's something that you can do, if that's waking up at 6 a.m. and going on a run, right? then like, okay, if that's something you can do for the next nine months, right? then great. Right. But you're going to slowly fall off of those habits because we get so busy. busy. We get yep. so busy. And it's more like, do I wash my uniform or go to the gym for an hour? You kind of got to... Oh, you're making some major trade-offs. Right. And I think, you know... Staying up till late and then waking up early, you're going to get burnt out. One way or the other. Right. Or there's only so many hours in the day. And there mm-hmm. was, you know, some women on the team that had these awesome fitness careers mm-hmm. and, you know, that's part of their job is to work out and exercise and help other motivate others to exercise. And, you know, it would be nice to be able to have that kind of access to a gym and there are plenty of home workouts. I definitely got to the point of like doing workouts at home just to kind of eliminate the get up and go to the gym. But there are times when you need to dance too to go over things. So you're but it's just fitting, like you said, all of that into your crazy life mm-hmm. of, you know, kids or other jobs or just family stuff and right. It gets away from you. And then easy. like what if you're celebrating your twenty first birthday? Everybody knows drinking makes you gain the weight they don't call it freshman 15 for nothing right right you're drinking and now you're exposed to you know these group of women that like to go out and eat like you're not going to say i can't go out tonight i want to eat my chicken and broccoli you're you know you're gonna go after practice and Mm -hmm. be social you know you have more of a social life now you could say so but there are decisions right that Mm -hmm. we're making i mean i think you really learn to appreciate how a, making certain trade-offs or choices or decisions about your time or mm-hmm. your discipline at the dinner table or at the restaurant, you know, all of that factors into maybe what results that you might be seeing. And, you know, I'm sure there are plenty of people who are just like, come on, suck it up. You signed up for it. Just go freaking work out and like, yeah, shut up. Like, it just, might not be for you, Yeah, you know? So then now you know. But that's something I would say is that, um, you know, Maybe I was given some pretty hard and harsh, mm-hmm. um, like goal weights to right. maintain or like you achieve. You did that to yourself one year. I was so like, I did. You were because you're just so competitive and you're so yeah. Good and about I wanted it. to feel like then I got obsessed with the number, mm-hmm. even though mm-hmm. that wasn't supposedly the focus. Right. I got obsessed, so it was like, oh, you're weighing a little, and I'm like, I can do it. Like I yeah, can lose eight totally pounds. You. Like you know, no, no worries. I yeah. got it because yeah. I just. My thing was like lifting weights. Like I've always seen results. Like if I go to the gym, kind of watch what I eat, but just lift, I'm fine. Mm. And yeah, I think it just got to the point where, you know, after practice, I was going to the gym and lifting with my boyfriend and it was just like too much, too much. I was getting burned out. And then going to my full time nine to five job the next morning, it was too much. But um, where was I going with that? I I don't even know. It's did okay. you? Did you? I think I did because I just mentioned that you like totally threw yourself into like some ridiculous goal weight number, and I was like, "Why did you do it?" No, oh, you yeah. know. But, I don't know why I did it, but it's 
I think it's a, it is a personal challenge, right? Like right. we're signing up for it and we're trying to see what we can like commit to. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes it would be a negotiation. I learned how to try to negotiate a couple extra You were so pounds. good at it. You know, I felt be, like Well, because I was an older woman on the team, you know, I'm like, you know, your body changes and mm-hmm. you never know your body stops responding to different things like working out, like lifting weights could have been your thing and then maybe it ended up who knows, your body could have changed or shifted to where that would add weight as opposed to slim you down mm-hmm. or where you were where it would show in you know, the scale. So lots of things happen right. over the course of your... I can't even imagine being the director. Like, you yeah. want a great-looking team. It's not just we were beat down. I think we beat ourselves up more so than anybody ever did yeah. to us because um, yeah. we were trying to match these unrealistic goals. Um, so, I mean, props to everybody that kind of has to say things about someone else's body right because i mean i we were trying to like think of how to like drive this home for people who aren't part of this world right because you know there are other jobs where you have a a uniform that Mm -hmm. you have to wear and you know as part of your job it's not a requirement for you to have to look a certain way in that uniform it's just you show up in it it should be clean and that's Mm -hmm. about it but like if you you know, say you work at McDonald's or maybe even a retail store and there's a uniform and as part of your job, your shift supervisor or your manager is coming up to you and saying, you know, um, I see you in the uniform and I mean, I kind of expect us all to look a certain way and I can see your roles peeking through the shirt. So I really need you to, you know, hit the gym and just really like step it up and they're looking at your body like you're not stripping down to a bra top and booty shorts but yeah. imagine if you had to and you're getting this feedback on your body which feels mm-hmm. very personal to you that's that's something that creates an extra dynamic to this conversation about weight because it's not just how you feel about your own body or your own weight but you're also getting very specific feedback about things that you might I already know about your body and you don't need somebody to and, tell you. like, I am not a personal trainer, but let's say somebody has a problem with your arms. They're too big. Mm-hmm. You can't target weight loss at all. Like, you can lift. You, like, your arms will get buff and, you mm-hmm. know, maybe they'll change. But it takes so long and so much of, like, a very specific diet and, like, lifting so heavy and just like doing certain things to change your body. Like it's not easy to change your body and especially things that are like just genetically yours, Yours. like maybe a big booty or something. Like remember it'd be like your butt's a little big and it's like, are you kidding me? Like, and, and, and give me what I got. This was my philosophy. You know, I'm an African American woman and you know, seeing curves and hips and, and ass and you're going to get that Mm -hmm. more than likely on a black female body. And, you know, if I'm not, I don't have big jugs. So my, my, my butt is my pride and glory. And I don't want to lose my butt. Like that's mm-hmm. what I'm working with. Okay. Men that I know like some, something they can Meat put their hands on the bones. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, and that's not just, this is just what Makiba Pate wants, right? Like it's not so much what men want to see, but I definitely don't feel like cultural aspects would always be taken into consideration like you know or just like your particular shape right like it just that's just hereditary like what Mm -hmm. it is and you can't get rid of bone structure or different things that kind of frame your body right yeah that's just my like you know so then what happened if like 
so some years were more intense than others and it really lightened up. Uh, you weren't doing it the last year, but I was mm-hmm. and, uh, not to downplay what you just said. No, that is so true. What? I mean, just, you know, different body types. Oh, I feel yeah. like I just segued into no, something else. No, just segue on. Okay, okay. You know, we um, get on tangents. We have okay. to guide ourselves. <laughs> right. we got to stay on track here or else it's going to be three hours long. Um, you guys aren't going to be able to finish it before you get to work. Um, see, then what the heck would I was saying? But what would happen if you didn't make that weight? Oh, my gosh. Like, let's say you get on the scale and you're like, hmm, I'm doing good. Because for a while there, I didn't even have a scale in my house. Oh, It was I, kind I of like either. a guesstimate. Like, oh, I, I think I feel okay. I had to buy one. Things are fitting end. okay. I'd always go by the way things fit. Um, oh, you were saying that things, your last season, that things kind of fell off. That's they what did. You were saying. We got weighed at audition night. Like, you made the team. Mm-hmm. Let's see what you weigh. Because I think people started catching on to the fact that girls would chug water or... Oh. Or even just if there was a two-week break before we really got into the thick they of it. They wanted to, like, do right. it that like, night. No, you made it at this weight. I want to see how that changes over the year. So we yeah. got weighed then and probably once in the summer. And that but was I, it? I still, like, yeah, that was it. I know everybody was shocked. The, a lot of the veterans, they were like, this what is, is going it? going on? Yeah. yeah, and so we thought that we would get sprung with the, you know, pop quiz of a weight test, which would happen. You weren't always yeah. told, like, hey, next week is a weigh-in. No. It would be like everybody, I'm going down the list alphabetically. You would go yeah, into the about, Yeah, let's talk about it. Like, so ah. like you how are weigh-ins actually conducted? So like you said, sometimes you sometimes you get a heads up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they were scheduled 2 weeks or so before a game because if anybody did not make weigh-ins that were potentially benched, you have to reset everything. So I think the idea was to give them maybe some time to make some adjustments. But, to the dances. Yeah, mm-hmm. and formations and stuff like that. But Which also, if you do get quote-unquote benched and are not in that game, you are required to use your own tickets that are given to you and go to the game still. Yeah. That's and never happened to me. I got sent to fat camp. We'll get into that. But <laughs> I never. Well, yeah, because you're like, so there's awful. a section of our families and friends that go to the game. So to... For people to see you at the game and know that you're not on the field, field? and that would be kind of humiliating. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so you know, this is a weigh-in practice. What is what is what the the day of weigh-ins? Let's just start what our day of weigh-ins is like. (laughs) From the moment you get up in the morning, you are getting on that scale and seeing where you're at. Where you're at? Do you need to go to the gym? Do you need to go to the sauna? I can't stand the sauna, but. what you, can you eat for lunch that day? Mm-hmm. Like you're making these decisions from that morning of, and you are you might be determined not to eat that day just to keep it keep it cool. I had a rough year, so I'm going to be referring to my rough year a lot. Okay, because all the other years were pretty standard. Gotcha. I my weight didn't fluctuate. I don't know what it was this year, but I if I knew a weigh in, mm-hmm. I would take water pills the night before. They okay. are bodybuilder-grade water pills okay. that literally suck all the water from your muscles, your organs. I know it was your brain because that weigh-in <laughs> days, I was like, duh. <laughs> but suck all the water from your body and, okay. I don't know, flushed out in your pee. Okay. So I would wake up and I would feel really like tight already because I'd that. probably taken four the night before. Okay, and I bought mine from like Rite Aid, so clearly they were not <laughs> professional grade. So I I would sometimes do it a couple of days before, but this was like if I felt like I was in trouble, like mm-hmm. if I was like weighing myself leading up to the weigh-in, and I thought, ooh, just to be on the safe side, 
I'll take a few I'll take, water pills. You know, because you're, you're, you're also having practice during the week, so you're also thinking, like, maybe some of that will rub off and mm-hmm. be reflected in the scale. But but you're having that day of to basically yeah. see where you're at. And because sometimes you're having conversations like, no, when I weighed myself this morning, I weighed da-da-da-da-da. And, uh-huh. like, you know, and I only had this for lunch. But, you know, so you're making decisions about what you're eating that day for sure. You might not be drinking much. I've heard of people spitting or spitting. I did. Drinking and spitting. Not well, I just would spit my spit out in a cup. Yeah. Dang. Was that work? Did it work? Someone told me it was an old wrestling trick. And so oh, I was okay. like down with it. Okay. And Which, I would wear like three sweatshirts. This is bad year, everybody. This is not like normal. And it and shouldn't have been normal. And this isn't necessarily everybody's experience. No. Some people would just not have any issues whatsoever. I just was eating a lot of pizza. Um, <laughs> <laughs> couldn't get the pizzas live and tacos. Oh my gosh, I'm hungry. Um, no, but I would wear like three or four layers into the sauna and lay there for um, an hour. I take some I breaks. I'd be beat red. I have videos of myself <laughs> barely breathing in the sauna. But I think it's something that people can relate to. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we've heard plenty of stories of laxatives, smooth moves, teas and make you crap. And what else? Like That stuff was scary, though, because there was plenty of girls where it's like, oh, my gosh, I took a laxative. I have to go right now. And it's like we're heading into practice. Well, that's why I would be scared to take them. Yeah. There's no way that I would risk just no, no, making it. me neither. You know, you never know when it's coming. That I did be... the smooth move like tea and stuff. Did it work? Not really. I, I, didn't, I didn't. It was too natural. I need the hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> but I think people, you know, the part that always was amazed me, and this is just why it's just so universal, right? Because here we are talking about all the things that we were doing to struggle to try to, like, get fit real quick for mm-hmm. weigh-ins. But, you know, I would watch, you know, I was on squad one, like this, the itty-bitty squad one year and a couple a couple years I was on squad two but mm-hmm. you have the most petite people on right earth like they're so small and tiny don't tell them frame. that though oh my gosh but like <laughs> but the fact that they would also it was all everybody had the same struggle no matter if you were like I see squad you know I just was I found that amazing because mm-hmm. they're already like five feet and in the 90s or something just yes, naturally because naturally they're so, so small. small and i'm like you should be the you shouldn't you should be like waved from the weight requirement right. because you're like withering I away can blow no. and you'd fall over like yeah. you know like it, it just tripped me out that the expectation applied to everybody even mm-hmm. football players are weighed i mean for right. people who don't know so it's kind of like we were all in it together i think everybody was doing what you they had to could. do what you had to do whether yeah. it was gaining weight losing weight I mean, everybody made jokes yeah. about that year. Eddie Lacy was that? Oh, that I him? know. <laughs> I felt so bad for him. He like wrote an article, you know, and it's like I like my Panda Express noodles or something. I'm probably but he was saying so that it was wrong. so hard for him to like. You know, don't think I'm not trying. And he was like, if people make fun of me for being fat, but like, you know, don't think I'm not doing everything I can. And I'm, just to hear a man talk about his struggling with weight, you know, a football player at that, it was just kind of like, dang, you. Go it was it powerful too. to hear, like. We're not the we're only ones. This, yeah, we're in, you know? this, we're in this together. Professional I mean, athletes have weigh-ins. It's just the thing. Right. Even all those fighters that everybody loves watching UFC, right. they weigh in at like 145, but they're really 160. And they've cut down 20 pounds of water weight. Right. And then just they, to be able to fight. You know, they eat it all back the two days before the fight. But, mm. you know. So, we're, so there's this is not, you know, something new. unique to, to right. professional cheerleaders. But... When it comes to like having a weigh in, you you got to do what you got to do to uh, 
make weight. Doing like jumping jacks and high knees in the parking oh lot gosh, together around the back. Oh my gosh, my last year, Brittany and I, I just, I had a, just a bad feeling in that practice that I was not going to make weight. And <laughs> we were parked in the back of VMAC <laughs> doing some random Who behind exercises. Like, the neighbors around there are probably like, what are those girls doing? Probably, like, probably. But let's talk about how some other teams conducted okay. it, at least that like ended up making some headlines that, you know... Again, they're pretty appalling. They're yeah. I mean, like you said, the directors have it hard, right? They because do. you how do you have conversations about weight? How do you try to be objective in looking at everybody's body? But, you know, not to pick on the Buffalo Jills, but they're not here anymore, so it's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Um they had a jiggle test. Do you want to explain what that's about? Jiggle test. I heard this. For, I don't know. Maybe it was America's Next Top Model. But I heard some, like, tip for models where, like, stand in front of a mirror and do jumping jacks. Anything that jiggles, remove it. Oh. So when you brought this up, that's so what it reminded me of. maybe that's where they of. got it from, Maybe then. that's what they got it from. But they were basically told that if anything moved, right, Buffalo Jills, yeah. to get rid of it. Well, so apparently the director would go around... Like line them up in their bra sh- tops and booty shorts, and with those um, like a laser oh, pointer, laser pointer from like presentations where you're like showing people where you are on the slide, and so she would use that on their bodies, and then what you're supposed to look down at like what she's maybe she was out. talking. To, I mean, it, it's probably just to kind of like not necessarily publicly shame everybody, but you know sometimes yeah. this stuff is conducted in front of everybody. You're either called in the back to go get weighed three at a time or so to get on the scale. And yeah, there's still a private. girl behind you looking yeah. at your weight and like, stay here. Yeah. I need to talk to you. Exactly. And then, okay, everybody exactly. else weigh and go away. It's not exactly no. private. You're it's like, not crap. exactly private. But she would like have a clipboard and identify the problem areas and then the girls would get an email of what they needed to work on. But yeah, they had to do jumping jacks as part well. Of we that. did that like the the first few practices. It was videotaped, and you think, oh yeah, like because we watched film quite a bit, just like right. the football players. But there was one specific. It was kind of around the first weigh in where she would film and zoom in and zoom out and up and down. Or yeah. okay, ladies, turn to the back and stand. And, you know, maybe it was to see, oh, man, I'm arching my back so much. I'm giving myself back rolls. Yeah, you or don't know. you might be hyperextending your knees legs. or legs yeah, or whatever. I mean, I think pass out. it would be instructive of, like, posture, too. I think exactly. um, other good reasons to film us and film our bodies because you might have slouch and shoulders or, you know, different things that you mm-hmm. kind of need to fix. But there were also moments where... It might you were be sent a little, photos. Yeah. I was sent photos. Was one that year. the rough year for your No, that was third a different one? year. But I remember <laughs> that was she was based I think it was just kinda like to illustrate like, you know, these are some of the photos that um We got from your glamour shoot. Yeah. And it, look at them and tell me what you think. Yeah. And it's like and I mean I, I would say to put myself in the director's shoes, I think these are just not pleasant conversations you probably just have to put your game face on and just be willing to have difficult conversations i think the manner in which they're conducted at times will definitely influence how you feel about yourself coming out of it and then just how empowered you feel to do something about it because sometimes you're just put in a situation where it feels you feel a little helpless like Mm -hmm. if you're doing all that you know how to do or your body's experiencing changes that you can't explain um, it becomes a difficult conversation because if you get on the scale and it's not in, within that threshold, what happens? 
usually it's like, Brittany, what happened? And you're like, fuck, I'm a fat tub of lard, <laughs> god damn it. And then you're like, um, and your mind is like scanning through all the lists of like excuses. Right. You right, know, right. because you're like, crap, I, I drank water today. You know, there was years where it was like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, you know, so-and-so told me not to drink water. That's where the weight comes from. You <laughs> You're know? definitely going through all of that in your head of like, how can I offer up a little bit of like what right. fault I may have played because in Because what it? can you say? Like your scale just weighs me. That happens sometimes. Oh, gosh. Okay. Oh, that scale would be I would off. be great on the, but then yeah. that was like, no, I took a picture of myself on my scale. Like it's this like is five what I weighed pounds this lighter. That was a gooder, a gooder, a gooder <laughs> argument. That was a better argument usually. Yeah. But um, well, because let's be real. Like if we're getting down to the nitty gritty, mm-hmm. you could be on your cycle. Yeah, you could. You know, there's so many things could be going on. Your and weight that's... just ranges five pounds to ten pounds on at, just in general. If you weigh yourself in the morning and then weigh yourself at night, yeah, you have fluctuated quite a bit during the day. It's, it's it normal could, depending on what you ate. I mean, it it can go on and on right. and on, but. But, you know, best case scenario after weigh-ins, you go in back inside and you attack your cheer bag and you pig out because oh, yes. <laughs> if you want to see a funny sight, it's us hunched over our practice bags, digging out whatever trying granola to bars. Trying noticed. Because <laughs> you're not supposed <laughs> to eat in there. But everybody's literally trying to shove whatever they can in their mouths just to kind of like, because you probably didn't eat that mm-hmm. day. Or you're having, worst case scenario, a conversation about... And you don't get to shove your f- mouth full of food because... <laughs> you're punishing you're, yourself so <laughs> Everybody else practice. is eating. I was a sacrificial lamb because I was like, okay, I'm going to weigh too much so then everyone can eat and she'll have to talk to me so it gives everybody more time. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's my last name. But no, I mean, it's definitely a difficult night when mm-hmm. you know people have not made weight because obviously they're upset. Um you are and everybody knows too what happened because it's alphabetical and then oh all of a sudden they stop on the you know t's and then everyone's like i want to get weighed you know like i want to get over with i want to eat yes yes. and nope she's talking to me oh well i mean it i think it happened it happened quite a not quite a few times i think you know nobody wanted to let their team down because the rest of that practice would mean uh, you know, that you're resetting formations. Mm-hmm. You might have to learn different choreography because... If you didn't make weight, and usually you got, like, one warning. Right. Like, hey, so next weigh-in, like, you need to watch it. You need to be, like, below. Yeah, come back. Come, come back, back, back right. better. Yeah. So one year I didn't because I, I think that was the year I gave myself, like, a really hard goal. That was that and year. And that's why it's so frustrating. It's like, don't you remember just two weeks ago I was like, I want to weigh 30 pounds less than now. It's like... You, yeah. If that's truly the case, I need some time or else I am taking extreme measures, which then you bounce so much more from. Like then right. you gain weight because Trying of all these ex- extreme crap because exactly. then you binge. Exactly. That's exactly what we were doing. But um, you were sent to fat camp, which meant... You're, pra- you're pulled from your line of your squad. So mm-hmm. like we, when you practice, you're in a row of your... In your squad order. Of height. And you... Um, you know, you're removed from your small squad. You have to dance in the back. Yeah, which sucked. It did. It was so embarrassing. You've never been to fat camp, Makiva. No, but I almost got I almost got benched. That was my last year, and I'll get into that lovely little story. Right. But you know, I mean, it's 
it's definitely an awkward practice because but then to extra shame you it's like well all the new dances we learned that yeah they might not be in the game or even on the team because you can get removed yeah if you you didn't make if you didn't make weight i don't know that had anybody in our years did that happen? not in my not in my time i think there were just some people suspended but not anybody kicked off the squad for for not you know Oh, but I think way back in this whole podcast, I was going to say that I would rather, if you weren't happy with my weight at auditions, just don't take me. Mm. That's what I was going to say a long time ago. Yeah. Like, don't you think that would just relieve a lot of stress? Well, it is. Yeah. And then I I would fight back for my spot. Like, if instead of kind of putting unrealistic expectations while and goals I'm on the on team you, like ooh Brittany looks a little chubby but I'll let her on because of x y and z and then now she has a struggle bad year yeah you know like that's not really fair that's fair I mean I always try to like look at things from all angles and you know I think again maybe a director's thinking of the skill level that she wants on the team in terms of dance ability and maybe they're just an asset to the team overall and you're kind of wanting to build your squad mm-hmm. a certain way and Maybe you have the benefit of seeing people from year to year. Like, I know what you're capable of. I know you can be. I heard that a lot. Yeah. Like, I know you can do it. And, you know, and it's probably hard to try to be encouraging on a topic that can be so, 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 so frustrating. Mm -hmm. I remember having conversations um, where I was just trying to, like, at least from my point of view, share what I was doing because it definitely got to a point where I didn't, I didn't know what else to do. I had, Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're working with a, per- a personal trainer, if you are making time for the gym, if you aren't eating like a piglet all the time, like yeah. you're kind of expecting to see some results. And if it's not happening, something else must be wrong. Yeah. Well, you know, I is probably like TMI, but, you know, switching maybe your um, prescriptions like. Yeah. Oh, that's so birth true. Birth control. Like those are hormones that you're putting in your body. And so, yes, it does sometimes take your body a while to adjust and figure it out. But it was very frustrating when you weren't really quite sure because you were doing everything right. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, it's like I look back, I'm like, I wish I was struggling at that weight. Right. Because it seems like... It wasn't even bad. No. You know? And I mean, and I think it's great to have like a support system of your family or your friends or even each other to just be like, you're not fat. Like, let's just reset here. It's just... This is a this job. Is just, yeah, this is like the expectation mm-hmm. um, for something like this. Your body's beautiful the way yeah. it is. It's not, you know, because you just sometimes you just feel fat. Like I remember like a calendar unveiling one year, and I was just like, this is just not the day mm-hmm. to be in a bikini on Dancing stage. Around. Like I'm not feeling it. And you I'm know, Makita. Barefoot slapping on the. No, I'm just kidding. But I think it's there are moments where you just don't feel your best. Like you. And it makes you feel a certain way. Or if you're at a game and you're constantly thinking about it, you just, you don't really, perf- it impacts the way that you perform. And then you, someone else tells you because they've noticed, it's even extra like, <gasps> oh my gosh, I am so bloated. I'm fat, you know. Did somebody else like point? No, oh, I'm just but, saying but like just in general, general, like okay. if you're like, I'm really that's... insecure about my arms. And then someone's always like, your arms are flabby. Your arms oh, are flabby. True, true, you're going to be like. I'm so glad you noticed. I noticed too. Right. I stood in front of the mirror and was honest with myself. And now here you are, reinforcing things. (sighs) But luckily, okay, I wasn't the solo attendee of Fat Camp. I'm not like blasting anybody, but... And the girls that were on Fat Camp with me, it was like, why are you here? Like you were in shape. They were in shape. 
So I was like, why are they on fat camp with me? You well, know? that's what I mean. Like, there can be so many different body types, but whatever that darn number was, it would just kind of like, it didn't necessarily make sense. Like, they actually look good in the uniform. And I don't think anybody, no matter what they were going through or whatever the numbers didn't reflect, I, I can't think of girls that just wouldn't have looked good in the uniform. Would it have yeah. been their best in the uniform? Maybe not. But would it have been something where it's like, oh, hell no. Like, mm-hmm. if you put them on the field, everybody's going to be like, whoa, what's going on? nobody wanted to. Nobody you wants know? to be, you know, jiggling around. And I mean, let's, like, the game itself, I mean, and I don't know if we touched on it enough, but, like, you're you're active for those three hours that you're on the field. So, like, you can't, you kind of can't, there's no room for you to be completely out of shape okay like you're jumping up and down you're constantly rallying your arms are getting the workout you're dancing throughout the game so you have to kind of you have to be in some decent shape it's not like you can just coast through just looking like full body workout two to three times a week plus your practices or workouts on your own like honest you're you're getting good you're getting enough Mm -hmm. i think just by virtue of being on the team but like you said sometimes things would you know, get away from you and, or the things that you, your body's changing in ways Mm -hmm. that you really can't identify, explain, explain or control. And, you know, that brings me to, you know, just something that I'm, you know, I'm probably like one extreme or the other. I can be very, very bodacious and in your face and outgoing. And then I can also be very shy or private about things. But, um, my last year was not my best year because, I, I, I didn't know what I was dealing with. I, you know, every year I think I felt pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, my, looked great. my abs were kind of, you know, popping. And so I kind of felt like I started to notice a little change and I kept calling it like, um, what did I call it? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, like ab oh, pack. Right. Because I felt like it was like my abs were sitting on top of a Something. layer of, I called it a layer of flubber. I had all but kinds of disorders. That's the thing that was so weird. It, couldn't but explain I, it. I couldn't explain it, and yeah. I, I felt it. I felt like I was seeing it. Where it, was it was almost just like, like kind of a constant bloat, right? And it's like this with the six pack on protruding, front. right? On top. Like, <laughs> exactly. It was like my why is my stomach protruding in front of me? And I couldn't figure it out. And I was exercising. I was, you know, I knew it was my last year, and so I wanted to like, you know, go out with a bang or just, just do be... just be my banging self. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you know, can't tell me anything. Most of the time, I I never really struggle with. I didn't always struggle with like how I felt about my own body because you really, I mean, my, maybe it was a little overconfident at times, but I always felt good about it, right? Mm-hmm. And then this year, I just felt like something, like I'm, I was struggling. And I remember, I think this was the year that I got the pictures and I was just like, yeah, I don't really know what's happening. And I think we were having a pretty decent conversation about, well, have you tried this? And like, maybe you have to start counting calories. And I'm like, Oh God, that'll be the death of me. And we bought like waist trainers. Yes, we did. I was doing whatever. I literally tried, I think everything under the sun that year, you know, like maybe trying to eliminate certain things from my diet. And I was like, okay, let, let, let that route be like last resort. Like we count some (laughs) calories and apps and stuff. Cause I cannot handle that. But I was trying different things. I, you know, started working with a personal trainer at work. And I was like, I'm solely focused on my core. Everything else is good. Don't make me lose my chichas. And I don't need any help with my butt. Like, just, I'm toned. Like, I'm Do good. those just, side bins and sit yeah, just please like, don't lose that butt. <laughs> exactly. So I, I had a very, you know, open mind and willing to do the work, prioritizing the time to do the work. But then I, we noticed, not to like, yeah. this is your story, but we knew something was wrong because I don't know what, 
caused it, but we were dancing, and then oh, you buckled over in pain, and you were like, pain. I felt like something just, like, ripped inside of me, and I was like, what? Yeah. And you were like, I just have never seen you like that, and yeah. so it really freaked me out. Oh, it freaked me out, too, because this was a game day, too, game day practice. Oh, so we had to, like, brush it off. Yeah. See, this is, like, bringing it back full yeah. circle of, like, why we do it. Like, we push through injuries. Oh, push just through whatever. Don't like, ever let on that you might be injured animal because then it's... You will be yanked. Yeah. You can't dance. Like, we have... You know, and I think that's something that we probably haven't even set out enough is that these are 10 opportunities to dance mm-hmm. in a professional football game unless yeah. you make the playoffs and that's you have home field advantage. But 10 times, man. It goes by quick when it you're in it. It flies by. Every week is precious. You only have the home games that you're cheering for people who don't know. So... I cherished every single game, like, period. Like, I did not want to ever be in a situation where I couldn't dance a game. And, um, but yeah, you're right. That practice, and it was just like a fluke. Yeah. It hurt like hell. And And it was such a sharp pain. And I'm like, okay, I've I've experienced labor because I have children. Like, it wasn't that kind of a pain. I don't know what kind of pain that was. I was just definitely like, please don't let that happen again during a game. Thanks. Like, Well, and then you were losing weight. You still didn't like your yeah. like shape or whatever, and I remember you laid down. And you're like, "Feel this, Brittany," and I was like, "What?" Like it oh was kind gosh. of like yeah. inner thigh, like right there area, yeah. like below the hip bone. And I was like, "I'm not gonna touch you there." You're like, "No, feel this," and there was like a huge lump there, and yeah. I was like, "Makiba, this yeah. is serious. Like, go to the doctor." And was I your didn't... trainer the one that said, so "I think something's I... going on"? Yeah, no, I went to get a massage. Oh, that's what it yeah. was. So, matter of fact, if you back up even a little bit, because I can't remember when I made you feel it. Maybe it was after. After I, the massage. Yeah. After they found but it. But we were in New Orleans together, and I just remember at some point, because I had a beautifully elaborate, I call it my Big Bird <laughs> costume. It was like a um, a carnival outfit, and so being bloated was just not allowed because it would ruin my whole goddamn outfit. And it was for your birthday. It was for my birthday. Yeah, Halloween. all this extra, extra. It was fun. So, um. But I remember kind of having my stomach start protruding hella. Mm. Like, it was not even, like, just a little little bit. But I was just like, that's hella weird. Like, is it going to go away? And you're just thinking, it's gas. I don't know. Blow right. Whatever. But when I got back from that trip, I got a massage. And because I had, like, a psoas muscle weirdness. And so she flips me over to um, start massaging it from the other side. And same area that I made you touch, she was just like, what the hell is that? Like, she's so... I love her. She was just very, like... <laughs> She was like, that is not normal. She was like, I'm not a doctor. She was like, but you need to get that checked out. And this was like my birthday weekend, the actual weekend of my oh, birthday. Great. I had my massage on a Friday, I'll never forget. And Monday night football was coming up. And so I was like, okay, Anyways, yeah, girl, I'll get that yeah. checked out next week sometime. Because I got the Giannis Marshall class that we took. Oh, I, I was so sick know, for that Oh, my God. <laughs> we, you know, there was a lot going on that mm-hmm. weekend. And I'm like, um... I don't have time for that, so I'll figure out what's going on mm-hmm. next week. So Monday night football, and so when I went to the doctor, it turns out I had fibroids in my uterus, and we thought that we were um, that there were three very large ones. I named one Igor because of the way that he would stick out from my stomach, um, but it basically she said they were so large that she didn't understand why I was not in pain constantly. And then it hit me like, oh, that's the pain that I may have been feeling. And then from there, I just feel like from the, ha- the moment it was diagnosed, it was just nonstop pain. Like I remember sitting really in my car before practices, number one, hoping the bloat would go down or the 
the protrusion, if mm-hmm. you will, and then just bracing myself for the pain. I've cheered games that way. This was like maybe, what, three or so games left in the year. Yeah, it was pretty close. That's why you're like, I'm not giving I'm not, up. I'm not, because I kind of had a through. feeling the conversation would have been like, well, obviously you have a medical issue, go deal with it. And mm-hmm. you look like, you don't look the way I want you to look and yep. and, and leave. And this is also kind of a ridiculous thing, is yeah, sometimes you'd get sprung like, everybody got a little fluffy for winter. But, oh, for but sure. But it was mainly, not mainly because, I mean, but we'd be wearing a lot of our cold weather stuff. So you're not, your abs and your stomach isn't out. Your arms aren't out. Showing. You're covered up. Exactly. You know? Unless so you have, of, like, the studio practice where you all strip down random. to your... <laughs> not spray tanned. Yes. So sometimes there would be... See-through, white. Yeah. Disgusting. Sometimes there'd be practices where we'd have to, you know, strip down to our bra tops and booty shorts even though it's like the dead of winter and you'd mm-hmm. go inside of a studio and and so everybody'd be kind of like hiding their stomach with their pom-poms and a little <laughs> you know sheepish about it but like in terms of just like the art the conversation that I had to have to um push for why I didn't say anything and why because I didn't make weight that mm-hmm. practice and I was just like all I can tell you is I have three large fibroids inside of me and I don't know how they're impacting my weight, but I do know that they are impacting the way that my stomach looks. And I'd like to get surgery after the end of this end of the year. And it was a little bit of a back and forth because I think, well, it's kind of like a cop, you know, you're always being lied to and you're always hearing like excuses. She probably felt like you've got to be kidding me. Mm. Here's like the ultimate excuse. Yeah, because you, but it's, it's, not. it's not like you I know? had, that's I, what upset you so much is because you like. Just convincing for your health, having to convince right. that, like, I can do it, but... Like, let me just suffer, because I was yes. actually suffering, and I wanted to end the season on my terms, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, not, like... And it wasn't the most pleasant terms to be in that much pain to, you know, the last few games, and trying to just tell myself that I just wanted to end it that way. I remember, like, even my... That's just the way I'm cut, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm strong, I will power through whatever, because I... I'm hard-headed and I just want what I want and I wanted to finish out my year but even the f- the first time that we auditioned together and I pulled my hamstring like something in me wouldn't allow me to like not show up for final auditions I couldn't even really dance I literally snapped my hamstring in half but I just just not showing up just didn't feel like an option to me and it was the same thing I you know for that. this for this for this game or these last couple of games and you know, when I ended up having surgery, you did um, sooner than you planned too, because exactly. we had like a death of Igor party. Yes, we went line dancing. <laughs> and we had so much fun. Oh my and goodness! Then and we, we went, even to, went Vegas. to Vegas. We went and to then Vegas. it was like, oh, my surgery. I haven't. There's an opening earlier than we thought. Yeah, I'm getting it done. And, and it, it wasn't just three fibroids, Makiba. How many was there? I call it a little rock band. There were 21 removed. I, I saw up, the photos. Yeah. Remember oh, we I sat together. You, yeah, I was like, hospital. you would look, and then I was like, let's look, and then flipped it over. And we and saw Igor. Really we saw. I don't think they were cute. But we did see the one that we named Igor. Okay, sorry if this is TMI and gross, but long story short, this is something that um, black women do have like disproportionately high numbers of instances of fibroids you know I actually had to have we were going to go in in this like very you know non-invasive way and do the surgery and just remove the you know the big ones and you know luckily my mom was there to say no when you see what's in there get it all out Mm -hmm. and because that was not part of our little plan (laughs) it was to like don't make a big incision and just take them out okay you know and um after having two children naturally 
um, I had to have a C-section just to get the rock Everything band out. out. And, you know, I think I share that only because it's like... What's the band's name? Igor and the Lumps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I have to say it because it was, this is what this picture really reminds me of. If anyone has seen the movie Frozen, and I'm sure you had to see it, but remember when... The trolls. The trolls, like, They're rolled like over trolls. and, like, started singing. Like, you, that's the only thing that made me laugh in the hospital was just thinking of that damn... I forget what the hell that song was. But, me neither. But anyway, it's just like you never really know what somebody's going through. And, you know, I Amen think... that. You sometimes don't even know what your own body is going through. And, you know, I think it can be really frustrating because that's at least why I was frustrated was because I didn't I couldn't put my finger on what was going on with my body. And you can know your body and you Mm -hmm. can know how your body typically responds. You can age, you can things can happen and you start to feel like, well, I don't even know shit anymore. Like, yeah, I don't know what my body's going to do at any given point. And sometimes sometimes it could be a medical issue that you don't know about. But like, I think it's just trying to stay in tune with your body as much as possible and being willing to try everything um, because I think you probably just want to do it that bad. And I can relate to obviously all the women who are under some sort of requirements around mm-hmm. weight because you, you want it that bad. Nobody wants to be fat in the uniform right? <laughs> and no, everybody wants to dance. You don't have that many opportunities and every game matters and counts. And hopefully people look at their experience that way. What are they value and treasure each game mm-hmm. that they're able to dance because I would have been devastated if I had to quit or was kind of asked to amen to that yeah to quit yeah, How do you I'm feel glad you pushed through it I, I am too I mean it's not the way I would have wanted to end but I'm so glad that I that I wasn't asked to leave yeah. based on and I you know I faced being benched for not making weight it was a very difficult conversation to have um but I'm glad that I kind of Stuck up for yourself. Yeah, yeah. because, and then it ended up being way more than I bargained for, but, yeah. um, but how do you feel about your body now that you're not, like, dancing anymore? So, yeah, I haven't even hit the year mark of not being on the team. Oh, that's right. You haven't, technically. And I got married Mm -hmm. in that time. You looked beautiful. Thank you. But I, body dysmorphia. I mean, I totally am chasing after the body I had while I was cheerleading. Mm. And it's Why definitely Why do you think kind of, that is? Well, cuz I thought I looked the best. Yeah? Yeah. And I mean, I guess I'm asking only because is it like is that what you consider to be your standard of the best or is it something that was told to you? You know what I mean? Mm. I mean, I'm, you know me, I'm such a free spirit and a hard head or it's right. a rebel sometimes or it's just like, it's what I say. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I define what looks good on me and I'm going to, you know, I think we all are finding like that mm-hmm. line of where it's like embracing your body, but also knowing what you want to strive to as something that might be better or, right. you know, but I think I just mean, finding a good balance, Yeah, you know, just feeling healthy and, and good and like I could go to Hawaii right now and feel fine in a bikini. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like again, that's different for everybody. I'm not really chasing after a number. Right. I truly am just trying to be like, do I think I look good? Mm. You know. But it it's changed. I mean, I'm not dancing 3 times a week for 4 hours straight. Right. It's true. Like now I have to find something to fill that exercise that I was getting for so long right and it's always like an hour exercise like Mm -hmm. I don't know how to like have a three-hour workout anymore no like like what is what is that and maybe we weren't like dancing the entire three hours but the games would feel that way for Mm -hmm. sure 
And it's hard to find, I mean, this is like, you know, post-retirement talk for me, but, you know, there's something to be said about getting a workout, doing something that you absolutely love mm-hmm. without it feeling like a job or like ugh, a workout or, you know, in the dance fitness classes that we've tried have been cool, but it's not something where I'm just like, give me three hours of that. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and it's, it's very hit and miss and, you know, not the same rigor that we were subjected to or that we, you know, dealt with while we were professional cheerleaders. But like you said, it's hard to find the balance of what that new mix mm-hmm. of exercise or diet or whatever might be, especially when you have. Yeah. Yeah. But now's my chance to, you know, get healthy again. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the last year I was on it, their weigh-ins weren't such an, you know, big deal. And so I think. Did it, I was could... it helpful? Kind of not No, because the then every practice I was like, oh my gosh, is she going to just spring it on us? I was always ready and okay. at my weight. Got you. Pretty close to every practice. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I kind of like the freedom of. Or the self-awareness one to just know what Makiba thinks is Makiba's, like, what's too much? Like, girl, okay. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm buying some clothes in a different size, usually that's my, my little cue. Or things aren't fitting me the way I want them to. Do I feel sexy in a bra and panties? Like, do I like looking at myself in the mirror? Like, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Am I checking myself out and like what I see? But, you know, there are times where I think I do... Like, I don't, when I know I'm not at my best self, it's mm-hmm. just kind of like, okay, well, when am I going to stop saying it and just, like, do, do something it. about it? And But it's such a personal conversation. I just really encourage everybody to kind of, like, for everybody that can relate to what we're talking about, just to know that this is your personal journey and, you know, you know what you love about your body. Like, you have to be able to say what you love about your body mm-hmm. if, as much as you are willing to critique it, right? I remember... Yeah. Who the heck was I talking to? I was talking to my stylist, my hairstylist, and we were just kind of having this conversation about bodies. And um, I was like, "Well, what do you like about your body?" She couldn't say. And she couldn't say. And I was like, "You know, that's what we should work on first, more so than just like hitting the gym or trying to diet. Is really just being able to look ourselves in the mirror and feel beautiful, and just you know? like." You might have the things that your problem areas. We can all point out to the cows come home like, well, I don't like this and I don't like that about the way I look. But like being able to identify what you do like and embrace it, like fully like embrace it. It mm-hmm. makes a difference, I think, in how you approach working on yourself because you're holding on to the things that you love. You're embracing where you are and mm-hmm. just kind of not beating yourself up because it can it yeah. can be a productive, healthy conversation within yourself or it could be a destructive one and and hopefully the world of professional cheerleading hasn't been the cause of that for anybody right hopefully people aren't like having anxiety and depression and yeah (laughs) i'm not (laughs) i mean anxiety over weigh-ins maybe but like if it really truly impacts your self-esteem that's something that i would encourage everybody Mm -hmm. to to shift their thinking on because all of our bodies are beautiful that makes me think of this like little mix video that i saw you sent it to me when we were it's trying to figure strip, out a title. And it was like, I mean, this video, it's black and white. They're like toned down with makeup and everything. And they just have women of every shape and size just dancing and just free spirited and just embracing their bodies. And I just thought, what a beautiful way to like, I mean, we can't like play the video for you guys. You need to go watch it. But I just think we should love our bodies. Yeah. Uh, there are some, every like, stage, every whatever, stage. and whatever place you are in your life, you know. 
even if you have strict weight requirements on you, just <laughs> from your still love, still love your body though, yeah. right? Like you can. It does amazing things. It like whatever weight you are at, you're able to dance. Yes, you're able to walk. Like I know people who aren't able to do that. Even, right. You know. Right. So, so true. Just, just being appreciate, thankful. Appreciate. Yeah, and thankful. Perfect timing for Thanksgiving. Yes. So. So some locker talk. Let's have fun now. Yay, I'm tired of talking about out. my fat ass. <laughs> I love my fat ass. <laughs> but yes, locker talk. We thought we would stick to the theme a little bit and just yeah. share some funny, funny little memories weigh about weigh-in stories. Well, so there was some girls that never struggled with their weight and they were like hardcore fitness people. And I don't know, you know, drink, chug a protein shake before practice, but protein shakes give you protein farts and they were the most foul smelling <laughs> stuff I've ever smelled and uh yeah that wasn't fun there would be I mean it was kind of like the kind of fart and yes we're talking about like beautiful professional cheerleaders farting but um like in cartoons if there would be like a green cloud oh, no. it would just the air may have been just like stale up in mm. there anyway but it would just kind of like hover you know and 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 you just would walk into a cloud of it sometimes and you're just like <laughs> we're in an in indoor mouth. playing field okay can't you run off to like the, the 10 side. yard line and toot a little bit and then run back that no would one would awesome. think anything no they would just go you know? let it rip like yeah but i song. bet like it's probably during like a hard you know, let it rip um <laughs> hardcore kick line can't hold that they would come out. They would yeah. seep out. Um, you'd and then you're Brussels still arm locked or, with them, and you're like, "Oh my god!" And you can't. You don't want to breathe, but you got to breathe because you're doing mm-hmm. a kick line. There were just, you know, they were farts. But I heard Flagrant that farts. Fart, like people who fart a lot are healthier. Like they have healthier guts. Really? So it just let matched. It, that, their abs, let one go you know? right now. No, no I'm just <laughs> interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. What? So one year too. Um, no, oh, what were you saying? No, go ahead. Well, one year, um, I wasn't having a problem with weigh-in, so I was released. I weighed in just fine, and I was released. And so I hovered over my practice bag (laughs) to eat a granola bar, like a chocolate-covered chewy bar, right? And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so good. And then it was like, okay, kick line. Wow, we did a lot of kick lines. And I remember putting it in because it was a cold time, too. So we had, like, our hoodies on with, like, these little pockets, and it was like, link up, five, six, seven, eight, and kick, and kick, and kick, and kick. And then someone was like, oh, my God, what is that? And I looked down, <laughs> and my half-eaten chocolate-covered granola bar was laying there on the ground. And I was like, that's mine, and, like, picked it up. Because, like, I am not going to waste food, okay? That was probably, like, the first meal I had that day. Oh, my gosh. No, the, I think it's still the funniest sight is just seeing us all hunched over our bags. Ch- my I, I cheeks with like stuff food stuff in, there. in there, like nobody's business. I had a snack bag, legit. Like, you did candy bag. Oh, I and I shared with everyone. Um, you did, but either candy to get you through practice with a little bit of oomph and pep in your step, or just food, like mm-hmm. literally food. But what we talked about, like pictures where you know they might be kind of carving out curves and doing stuff like that, but. Um, if you didn't have the benefit of, you know, Photoshop well or down. photos and you are part of the itty bitty titty committee, um, sometimes you were using help, whether that be socks. I don't want to ruin the fantasy for anybody, but sometimes people are stuffing socks, uh-huh. uh, gel inserts, etc., um, into their uniform tops or mm-hmm. their bikini tops, whatever it may be. And, um, you know, there were times where 
those, I think with boob sweat or whatever, where, you know, the chicken cutlet is what I call them, would like flop out. That's Mm -hmm. happened where, you know, on stage. It's laying on a stage. And if somebody takes a photo of it and it ends up in our gallery. Thanks a lot. Great photographic work there. Thank you. (laughs) Um, But yeah, the help releasing itself is definitely embarrassing or showing in a picture or just or sometimes like even like when you're if you do have help as part of your outfit or bikini or whatever and it like makes your boobs lopsided or Uh like just it flattens the outside like so there isn't a nice curve but you got cleavage that's all that matters (laughs) it's flat until the middle oh my god like what the heck yeah that was pretty bad any other little memories you'd like to share just do you remember that practice that like it was, you know, cause sometimes we'd have like late practices and mm-hmm. way in night practices. I think you mentioned it earlier. We're oh, just like, yeah. you're a zombie, like you're dead tired. Cause it would always be like a really good workout the day of weigh-ins. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was like punishment for like, I know you people haven't eaten and you're going to act weak and I'm going to make you push it, you know? Right. But, uh, there was one practice and I will never forget the director was up high on looking down at us for a game or something that we were setting <laughs> And I don't even remember what the hell I did wrong, but I think she, you know, called me out for it. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm just hungry. <laughs> I literally, like, it was just like one of those moments. And she couldn't do anything but laugh because it was just like, yo, I'm stuck on stupid on weigh-in days. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, my, there's nothing, like, I'm just trying to make it through the night, man. Yeah. I don't know. It would feel funny. There would be some stupid mistakes or things said just because we're yeah. starving. Like, Brittany, over here. Uh-huh. Right? Oh, <laughs> hi. Oh, my god. Pretty bad. Well, but I, yeah, you know, it's all in fun. Yes. And and I mean, I think for all the women that are out there, mm-hmm. you're selected because you are gorgeous and your bodies are gorgeous and we know that, you know, it's it's hard to keep your body looking that way totally. all year long. So, kudos to you. You can do it. You can do it. And I hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving yes. despite having to cheer. Some people like danced on Thanksgiving Day, that right. would piss me off. not piss me off, but like I'm. We never glad. had a Thanksgiving game, Thank did God, we? Yo, that's not okay. Really? I would not See, have appreciated I like, that. I like doing like alternative holiday food. I don't really like the turkey and like. Mm-hmm. Eh. It's all brown and green, you know. <laughs> brown, green, orange. Like, yeah, that's like true. fall colors, mac and cheese. Yeah. Like one year, my family we did like a seafood. Like crab pot style. Oh, I like that. Yeah, or like we'll do a theme like Mexican food or everybody make an Asian dish. Like, oh, okay. To me, that's more fun. I just like spending time with family and friends. Yeah, that's, that's what's the, important. That's the good part. Because I was in charge of the turkey this year and I like almost blew it up. <gasps> did you try to fry it? No. Oh, okay. I wish I did. Well, people don't know what they're, they're doing. Heavy. And they... It was like 25 pound turkey. Oh my goodness. What was I doing? I don't know. I'm this adulting I only buy the thing. turkey breast because that's I'm you only like, like the breast. I only like the white meat. Oh really? Yeah. I only like the dark meat. She's <laughs> <laughs> saying Brit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Give me a drumstick. Okay, but we have our YouTube live now. We do. Mm-hmm. We are actually super excited about that. I know podcasts are kind of new to people. Like. I honestly didn't really listen to podcasts like that. Or only a certain group really, like, loves them and listens to them. Yeah, like, oh, my God, I'm so into podcasts. But, you know, for people who prefer YouTube, we have a YouTube channel, and all of our podcast episodes are there, but we're also going to have reaction videos, which I'm so excited about. And, you know, just kind of being able to look through these beautiful calendars that different teams have shot. Like, I sent you the Miami Dolphins calendar because they took a whole different approach with their calendar. Kind of like the Little Mix uh, strip and music video, like you were saying, black and white, yeah. very minimal makeup, um, 
they're, they wanted to show this like we're just like you theme mm-hmm. and um, they're they're actually focusing on the positive attributes of the ladies which I thought was also it's super really well awesome um, just kind of speaking to their you know their character and describing what they do and mm-hmm. just like um, we're poor and we need money <laughs> but we love to like actually look at all the team's calendars and just kind of like not necessarily critique it but just look through and react to it and maybe watch one of our end of the year dvds oh my and goodness. react to that that would be awesome our audition videos uh, yes. um and then just some of these kick-ass performances i ended up tweeting um it was kind of old but it was an actual performance of our girls the seagulls um it was like a compilation video but there are just some awesome performances out there we follow a lot of different accounts that show you know, clips from the games, and mm-hmm. I get hyped every time I see it, you know, and I think, shout out to the Seagulls for really bringing it, I love the choreography, and um, and some of the NBA routines, like, they're so cool, so cool. I love all the hip-hop, that's I where know. I'm at, just like, and they're just, we are giving a, we're putting out an APB, we need an NBA dancer to talk to us, yeah, we I do. have so many, like, questions about just how they prepare for games, and like, how Why they're called about, dancers, not cheerleaders. Yeah, like, and just like their approach to their game day, because it seems like it's a little different. I remember mm-hmm. when NBA dancers used to be on the court throughout the whole game, and it seems like sometimes they do other things, or they just kind of have their set performances, but some dope dances, and I just, I'm dying to talk mm-hmm. to you. Yes. <laughs> so, so, yeah, leave our hotline, Our man. hotline, 513-480-6714. Leave us anything and everything, because either way, we'll get a laugh out of it. Yes, and we'll, we'd love to share it. I think the awesome thing that could be created from this is just a community where we support one another, mm-hmm. and then maybe we answer questions for people who have any, and just start chatting it up. And it's, you know, hopefully people understand just what we're going after with doing this podcast, um, but we just thank you for listening and being a part of it, and share any feedback review us on itunes if you'd like like our facebook page pro cheerleading podcast on facebook i kind of handle the instagram you do the twitter i have been getting follows yo i'm actually moving up in the world with the follow department and i appreciate every single one of you however many 30 there are but come on keep it up keep it up yeah talk to us next week we know what we're talking about yet? No, do we? Of not. We're not even going to come back acting like we know. But stay tuned. Every Wednesday, first thing when you wake up, it'll be out there. Okay. All right. And Thank you guys for time. listening. Keep your eyes on the sidelines, baby.